What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 307th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SPJ, and with me today is Micah. Hello. You did a pretty good impression of me earlier. Yeah. I don't know if I'll keep that in. It's a, it's a secret to everyone. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty spot on. I, I've just listened to you so much. Yep. Too much indeed. It's uh, you and uh, you and me today. The two, the the good old boys. Is that the? Yeah, no, that's maybe not the the one. It's the uh, it's the it's it's your boys. The world. Well, everyone's like, what happened to Will? And where's everyone else? Uh, Al is on vacation. I don't know. Al Al was like, I can't I can't record for like three weeks. I was like, all right, man. I should have probably asked why, but I don't like to like. If you can't, Cry. yeah, like if, if it's whatever, yeah, like y'all live lives. I don't know what you know in like three degree weather, Al is doing vacationing, but I mean, this, you're talking about the same guy who refuses to take his kid trick or treating. Al, hopefully, wait a second. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> we'll leave that one. <laughs> the whole episode about it. I don't think we talked about Pokemon at all. <laughs> Uh, hopefully Al went somewhere warmer. I mean, you're assuming you went on vacation. That's true. Wait, don't people in Europe say the, holiday? Like uh, went on holiday. I went on holiday. Yeah. Can we? Happy. Can Christmas. that be the the new lore? Is that Al went on holiday? Yeah. Well, where else would he have gone? To somewhere warmer, on a lowland vacation, some might say. Interesting. Will had his mom over this weekend, so apparently. On the list of important people, his mom is above me, oddly enough. I feel like that's, for most people, that's how that ranks. But My mom is pretty low on the list. She doesn't listen to this show. Boy, I can't wait to talk about your mom on this episode today. We have some Pokemon Go stuff to talk about. Yeah. Some involves Latios raids. The more exciting part involves my mom. Yeah, by far. So uh, this episode, pretty straightforward. We're going to do some Pokemon news. One specific news article we're probably going to talk a little bit more in depth about. That's actually probably it because I'm assuming because of all these news articles, we're going to run long regardless, and I don't want to run terribly long. Uh, since Will's not here, we'll we'll put Pokemon on the week on hold. I really think that that's his segment because of just how hectic this weekend was. We're recording this on Sunday night, where normally I record ISC on Sunday mornings. Have a to edit and record and edit quickly, which normally I don't do. On like normally I record the episode, then eat lunch, get my errands done, then come back. It's a lot to sit in front of this computer for hours and do it all in one shot. But I'm doing that tonight to make sure the episode comes out in time, which is all good. All in one shot. One 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 shots. We're gonna move on <laughs> from that. Uh, let's kick off some Pokemon news. First bit of news here is Shaman to appear. In Pokemon Duel, oh. booster packs. Gosh, I was so excited. <laughs> Limited time. Do you know that to celebrate this odd number of 34 million downloads, not 35, not 30, not 40, yeah, 34. He blew past a lot of milestones. <laughs> to celeb- celebrate the 34 millionth download. <laughs> Celebrate 34 million downloads. Shaman will appear in Pokemon Duel booster packs for a limited time because Pokemon Duel 
has been downloaded 34 million times. Both EX Shaman Landform and EX Shaman Skyform will be available. Players will get a free booster pack uh, every day they log in. Players will also receive an Alolan Raichu figure as a login bonus. These promotions are only available for a limited time. There's also a new Rocky Gym Cup available after pay players pick up their boosters. This event will run until May 7th. And examples of rewards are R Corsola and EX Cube. Cube being one of my favorite Pokemon. R Corsola, like the letter R and The letter Corsola? R and then Corsola. And like then Team Rocket's Corsola? Does Team Rocket ever have a Corsola? No. In in a low in the Sun and Moon anime, James tried to catch a Corsola, I mm. think. No. Maybe there was just No, I think he tries, because that's when Moraini shows up and all okay. that stuff. And then uh Xerneas and Yvatal are Maze featured legendary Pokemon. Figures of both will be appearing in Maze Booster Ten Packs, uh, which can also contain nine other Pokemon figures. Before uh, I, I ask you all of this seems confusing as somebody who's never played Pokemon Duel, but Micah, have you played Pokemon Duel? No, I was literally going to say this is like a foreign language to me because I have no idea what any of this is. You said booster packs, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize Duel was a card game. And then you said Alolan Raichu figure, and I went, oh, it's not a card game. <laughs> it is It is little figures, right? But I think you open the booster packs, and then the booster packs give, give like, you open the boost. The, it's a booster pack. But it gives you figures, not cards. So it's like, do you ever? Did you ever hear of Hero Clicks? Yeah. So it's like that because yeah. they had Hero Clicks booster packs, okay. quote unquote, which was like just more random, random assorted figures. I would assume it's like that. It's cool that like Shaman is there, and I don't know much about the game, but like you have to get Shaman in a booster pack. Okay, but it's not like everybody's gonna get it. It's you gotta. I think that's where they get you for the money. To buy more booster packs. I see. Why isn't this like an actual physical thing? I feel like money. If the yeah, but I feel like it's the Pokemon company. Like I feel like they would, if they made these into figurines and then had an app that you like battled them through or something. I'd be all in. I would probably be more interested, and they'd probably like make a lot more money. Although they hit thirty-four million downloads, so y who am yeah. I to say? What was Pokemon Go like? Hundred and fifty million, oof, or something like that. Oof, probably more. Or Duel. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I, I've never really heard anyone talk passionately about Duel. I'm sure there are listeners of the show that love Duel. I'm sure if I gave it a fair chance, I would probably enjoy it. But I can only limit myself to so many mobile games, right? And and I'm pretty preoccupied with Pokemon Go right now. And I'm, yeah, and I'm also in a position where I rarely leave my house. Yeah. And so when I do leave my house, Pokemon Go is forefront. And then, like, the one mobile game I played before bed is Clash Royale, which has been, like, two years straight because they do a really good job at not making me spend money. Yeah. And I enjoy it. And so, like, I don't think I could fit another mobile game in before bed. No. I have Pokemon Go and for like out and about, and then when I'm at home and I'm by my like just doing things, I got uh, my Tamagotchi forever. Is that made by Virtual uh, Band Bandai right Namco. Uh, 
I don't know who it's made by. It's like a Tamagotchi not owned by Bandai. Yeah, it is Bandai Namco. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know what the like who the developer is. I would guess. I don't know. Is does Bandai Namco not make games or they're like a publisher, right? uh, They okay. I don't know. Uh, They they, I'm pretty sure they're just a publisher, but yeah, they own the Tamagotchi brand. Pretty good though. I recommend it if you're looking for a thing to. I don't know. You just yeah, watch ads and get free coins. And if then you're you... looking between Pokemon Duel or Tamagotchi, it sounds like you're recommending the Tamagotchi. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, for Pokemon's legendary 2018 year of legendary, Xerneas and Yvitel will be two legendaries distributed in May. Uh, they are the legendary Pokemon from the Kalos region. Serial codes will be distributed between May 4th through May 27th. They are available. I got some locations. In France, you can get it at Micromania. In Germany, you can get it at GameStop. In Spain, you can get it at Game. Italy has GameStop. UK and Ireland have Game. Australia has EB Games. Canada has EB Games. Mexico, you get it at Best Buy. Uh, Chile, you can get it at Microplay. (laughs) What what was the first one? Micromania? Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of that before. Uh, Guatemala, you can get it at El Dunde. Shout what? out to our Guatemala. I wonder if we have anyone in Guatemala. El Dunde? Yeah, D-U-E-N-D-E. Dunde? D-U-D-U-E-N-D-E. N-D-E. Duende? Duende? That sounds more coastal. La Duende? Yeah, El, El Duende. El Duende. I wonder what Duende is. In Peru, you can get it at Mas Gamers. That means more gamers. In Colombia, you can get... I, this is the first time that... Bul- Shout out to Bulbapedia for listing. <laughs> I, I love this. Coming through. This is some high-quality journalism. In Colombia, you can get it at Alcosto. Nope. Uh, in Panama, you can get it at Este Games. In Costa Rica, you can get it at Vertigo. In Nicaragua, I think I said that right, you can get it at Zona Cool. And in Honduras, you can get it at Game Station. Uh, According to Google Translate, El Duende means the elf. Okay. I don't know how true that is. Interesting. If you speak Spanish, feel free to correct me. (laughs) But I like that there is a game store in... uh, where was that? Guatemala? Yeah. Called The Elf. Good. That's a good game, game store name. It's very probably uncultured of me to, know, to not know that Mexico had Best Buys. I mean... Does Mexico not have GameStop? I don't... I don't... <laughs> I've never been to Mexico. It is right on the border, though. Yeah. Of the United States. I'm aware of that. It is also a popular tourist destination. Uh, parts of Mexico, at least. I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I feel like I'm not educated enough either. It just makes me think, uh, speak not that this. it's like bad or anything. It just makes me think that like Target has distributions and, and GameStop has distributions. But I don't think there's like been a U.S. Best Buy that has distributions. And obviously different countries are different, you know, deals and stuff. But yeah. Maybe later. maybe it was more expensive to hit the amount of Best Buys for the Pokemon Company to hit the amount of Best Buys that are in the U.S., but less so 
For Mexico? Maybe there are more Best Buys in Mexico than there are GameStops. Maybe. We know that, I believe we looked, we talked about it maybe two weeks ago. I think there are more GameStops in the United States than there are Best Buys. Okay. That would I don't s- know if GameStop is in Mexico. I, I would assume so. I mean, it is, there's, there's, uh, there's lots of stuff there. Lots of stuff. Uh, if you redeem it in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, uh, you do get the level 100 with the golden battle cap. Uh, the Yvatel will know Oblivion Wing, Dark Pulse, Heat Wave, and Tailwind. And the Xerneas will know Geomancy, Focus Blast, Grass Knot, and Moon Blast. That if you decide to redeem it in Sun or Moon, they will be level 60, have a normal bottle cap. Uh, Yvatel will know Oblivion Wing, Dark Pulse, Phantom Force, and Psychic. And then Xerneas will know Geomancy, Horn Leech. I believe used to be Sawsbuck's signature move. Night Slash and Moon Blast. I could be wrong on that, but that's what, what, I've, what I've heard on the street. And uh, yeah, so go get your, get your Pokemon. Go get them. We got our... our uh, what were the ones? Ent- Entei and Raikou. Yeah. From Target. Good. And... uh. The the guy that you talked to at Target, you told that story on the last episode. I did. And he said, you got to give these guys four because if they're coming in to get the codes, they got all the games. We went to Target and I got my codes and he said the exact same thing to me. <laughs> you and you were right dude. there. Yeah, you got, you got the same. I don't think you recognized me, although I wasn't like really paying attention. And you gave me that look like, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what was up. It was pretty good. Uh, you like no holds barred tournaments? Depends on the sport, I guess. What about Pokemon? <laughs> oh, I mean, there's no like chair shots or kendo sticks. No ladders. Po- no ladders. No cashins. Uh, the ultra no hold barred tournament has been announced. All participants will receive fifty battle points or beach points. Beach points. Oh, that's right. Because. Yeah. <laughs> Players may register uh, between May 17th and May 24th. The competition will be run between May 25th to May 27th. Results announced in June. This competition is single battles format. Only Pokemon with the national Pokedex number 001 to 0... Uh, ooh, 001 to 003. You can only use Bulbasaur. <laughs> I'm serving as a... Um, 001 to 806 can be used. The following Pokemon cannot be used. Mewtwo, Lugia, Ho-Oh, Kroger, Groupon, Rayquaza, Dialga, Palkia, Giratina, Arceus, Reshiram, Zekrom, Kirim, or maybe Kirium, Xerneas, Yvatel, Solgaleo, or Solagia. How do people say that? Solgaleo, I think. I know that's not the right way. I... Sol Galileo? Yeah, I think that I might think, be right. Because it's like Galileo. Yeah, and then Lunala are all not allowed to be used. Does that mean you can use Cosmog and Cos... I don't know why you would, but... Necrozma? Is Necrozma on that list? What's its number? Is it 807? What number is, what number is Lunala? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, Pokemon transferred previous... Well, it's, oh, no. Well, it's a picture of Ultra Necrozma. In the no hold bars, so I'm assuming. Oh, it's allowed. But Sol Galeo and Lunala aren't allowed. They're not down with the chair shots. I don't understand. <laughs> Pokemon trans 
transferred from previous generation games can be used, which, uh, oh, yeah, can be used. Interesting. Pokemon in the player's parties can have the same held item as each other, and multiple of each species can also be used. Oh. Why would you just not use six Ultra Necrozmas? Is it, does it have a, I mean, it's got to have like a weakness at like some point, right? That was the best sentence? competitive sen- Pokemon sentence I think I've ever said. All Pokemon will be set to level 100. Three Pokemon will be used each match. Each battle will last 10 minutes. Players will have 90 seconds to pick four Pokemon, 30 seconds to move or switch. Participants may battle, battle 40, 15 times a day, maximum of 45 battles total. Wait, so they pick three Pokemon, but you ha- you have to... You go in with six, but you pick three. That's you, standard you... single rules. And then there's four that you... Six, and then you pick four, and then you battle with three. Is that what it said? Three Pokemon will be used. They will pick four that they will... Yeah, this... I don't understand these rules. Um, this might be an error in, um, in the uh, journalism here. Uh, I believe you pick... I think you pick four in a double. You pick three in a single. Oh, I see. I think it's just a... Uh, I think it's just a typo in the uh, the Bulbapedia. It would be interesting to see if this just wound up being 3v3s of Ultra Necrozma and that's it. Well, isn't it weak to each other? Because they're both like Dragon Psychic and so Dragon is weak against Dragon and then... Sure, yeah. I mean, what's the like best moveset? M- comp- like a uh, alternate to Ultra Necrozma. Like what? what would be a good matchup if you had to like pick if somebody was like i'm gonna use ultra necrozma and you had to pick a pokemon to counter it what would be the one you'd pick red tab with endure and uh retaliate okay so you know what you need to <laughs> <laughs> just go to that competition with three radita with Wait, endure and whatever. i don't, I don't <laughs> know what the like the radita strategy is i know you like take the shot it like and uh, then it returns it but then you quick attack yeah it's like S E what is it? Uh the SATs. Yeah, that's it. Fighting type Pokemon star in our battle showdown. Who at Niantic wrote this title? <laughs> Trainers. This is off Niantic's website, PokemonGoLive.com. It is time to test your strength of your Pokemon during a special battle event. Fighting type Pokemon such as Machop and Makuhitu will appear Makihita. Maybe. Makuhita? Yeah, that's what I said. That's okay. not the first time, but. <laughs> Will appear more frequently starting May 1st. Well, what's a battle celebration without some competition at your nearby gym? Until May 14th, you will t- receive twice the bonus experience for gym battles and raid battles. Plus, raid battles will also guarantee 3,000 Stardust for participating. And at least one, count it, one rare candy if you win. At least one. Micah, one rare candy if you win. Just one? Just one. Several actions at gyms will yield bonuses, including a two-times badge multiplier, so you can receive even more benefits at the gym you visit frequently. Just stop and buy, spin the photo disc at the gym, and you will also yield more items. Our battle showdown is sure to pack a punch. Don't miss it. That's an event. And because Pokemon Go players have just discovered the thing that is called shiny Pokemon, that's all they care about. Uh, yep. So there are two new shiny Pokemon, uh, Makuhitu, Ita, and uh, Metatite. 
Med meditate. Meditate. In the press release, it says you're gonna see Machop and Makuhita more often. I have seen far more meditate than I've seen Machop spawning in this game in the last week. Well, I mean, they're both the the shiny ones. There's a lot of makeys right. that are appearing too. Now I feel we, like I've seen incredibly few Machop for how how they hyped like I see a lot how of many Machop. Machop you're gonna see. Well, I think if you're really into if you're really into the battling aspect of Pokemon Go, first off, I'm sorry. Uh, but secondly, <laughs> Mach Mach Machamp is probably the 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 best fighting type. It's to pretty use. good. It's, Pokemon Go players like to call Tyranitar Titar. Yeah, and so well, you got Titar red popping in twenty. You want a real quick Titar, real quick? <laughs> got my <laughs> six Machamp ready to go. We got a squad. You rolling with the squad to the Titar in twenty? Gotta get them T Tars to do those Mewtwo's. Egg popping in twenty. Start gotta, time in gotta thirty. Use those Mewtwo's against nothing, because my game has never recommended me to use Mewtwo <laughs> ever. But you have enough for almost two teams of them, right? I'm at seven. I'm going to my eighth one next week. You're getting there. I'm getting there. I'm. Uh, I can also get Mew at any time. I haven't activated it yet. I feel like maybe you should do that on stream. Activate the Mew. Yeah. Catch your Mew on stream. That'd be pretty cool. I feel like that would be a good like milestone event. But I feel like I Get need to catch to experience my view it with in a you. cool place, not like my What's office. What's a cooler place than with all of your friends on the internet? <sighs> that would be all right, <laughs> I suppose. And if you decide not to do that, you can just cut this when you're editing. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> there's, there's some thought in there. Uh, so we've gone out a couple nights for uh, to look for shinies. Correct. For some reason, you are very addicted to shinies in Pokemon Go compared yeah. to like shinies in the main series game. Yeah, if it's in the if it's on my 3ds, I don't care. If it's on my phone, though, for some reason, I'll I'll see you I'll see you downtown. I'm gonna be walking but I'm I to get those shinies. Like, I don't understand why. I don't either. We talked about this in the car when we were uh, cruising for some bumping shinies. Bumping the V100. Yeah, bumping V100, listening to uh, Drake and Cardi B and. Everything else. DJ that, Slim Slam. Yeah, DJ Thirty Three and Third, and uh, DJ Reggie Smooth as Butter Brown. Not a, these are not sponsors. <laughs> they're not, but they're real DJs in Milwaukee. I we talked about that though, and I, I said I don't understand why. You were like, why don't you just shiny hunt at home? But I feel like you you haven't tried all the shiny hunting methods, and I think that's the thing. So you tried, at least I've seen you try. You can correct me if if I'm wrong. Sure, I've seen. I, I have tried a good amount uh, on stream. I've only tried a couple. I've seen you do full odds in crystal. Yeah, which is brutal. I actually really liked full odds in crystal. But continue. Uh I don't think you've ever tried horde. I have tried horde, but not on stream. Okay, I feel like you'd like horde. Horde is good. It's okay. Five. It's like it's like buying five scratch offs. And you're seeing them all. This is why I you like cards. Yeah. You open them all at once. Right. It's like it's like buying a booster pack and being like, oh, there might be five. I don't know. There's something about seeing five at once. Like maybe you're going to get an more, EX. A little more exciting than seeing one at a time. It's like going to the store. Here, here it it's like going to the store. It's like going to Target. Yeah. Or uh, El, uh, I, L El, El Duende. El, it's like going to El Duende. Yeah. And uh, buying one booster pack and opening it and be like, ah, that's what like full odds hunting in crystal is like. Because it's always, it's a lot, it's 8,000, uh, Yeah. But then horde hunting is like going to El Duende and buying five booster packs. And then you're like, 
but it's only one out of four hundred thousand odds. Yeah. So you get so it's a little so more. There's less us before you get to the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I don't know. I, there's something about like. But have you being got? Out have you gotten I can, a shiny? Like, tap in, on in, it and look at it. Uh no I have see maybe you just need the taste maybe maybe I need that well okay so for shinies that I have that I actively got in the game I have a Mimikyu that I did uh Masuda method Masuda yeah and did you like you got it pretty quickly too I did it was like 190 eggs or something it was pretty fast uh I like that I like I like shiny hunting that's kind of like low key like it doesn't involve a lot of like when I watch you do. And I listened to you talk about doing uh, radar, radar, which radar, <laughs> either any anything that has the word radar in it, as far as shiny hunting goes in Pokemon, that was enough to turn me off to that forever. See, radar is like my favorite because radar, you can see yourself getting closer. You know where the end is. D- do you though? Yeah, you know it's at forty. Yeah, until you screw it up, and then you got to start from scratch, which is the worst. Now it could happen earlier because you get the fast music, you can get the sonic music in X and Y. Yeah, and then it could go away, and you're not sure why. And then no, no, it goes. Away. It's one to five. There's a reason it goes away. It's okay, just, you no, know, it's just a little random. All right, but then you can get ducklet in like four, and you're like, oh, I got the ducklet in four because of the sonic music and yeah, radar is a woo. Sounds it sounds like too much. What about chain fishing? Chain fishing is, I mean, that's fine because you're not like it's not. It's a little, it's 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 a little more intense because you got to pay attention to the like. Here's the, the thing. The, the pull I, in. I, I don't mind soft resetting for stuff. I don't mind full odds, just like normal hunts. I don't mind chain fishing. I don't mind shiny hunting methods that are not like, oh, if I do something that I just either didn't realize was a thing that I could do or I did something that I'm just an idiot about. I completely ruined everything I've done for the last four hours or whatever. If there's like zero possibility for me to screw up the method up until <laughs> I find the shiny, like if I lose the shiny one, once I find it, that's one thing. Yeah. But if I screw up the method multiple times on the way to the shiny, I'm out. Hmm. I'm pretty solidly out. But that may, to me, that makes it feel more like a hunt. And I think that's why I'm not a big fan of Masuda. Like I've don't get me wrong, I've I've bred shinies and eggs before, yeah. and that was exciting. But it's not like it can accidentally run away, or you accidentally like kill it, or anything. Where it's like you could spend you know three weeks looking for Ghastly in Pokemon Crystal, but yeah. then you could accidentally hit the run button, you could accidentally knock it out, you could accidentally True. run out of balls. Which at that point, like I deserve it if I don't. <laughs> <care. laughs> but but if there's some like if there's some magical like ratio or uh algorithm that's c- calculated invisibly in the game that I can't see and it's something that I can screw up catastrophically without knowing that I'm screwing it up that to me is not a fun thing. Hmm. But you could get better at that. That's true. But I I I'd, I'd rather just play it in Pokemon Go. <laughs> here's the deal in Pokemon Go. Okay. If I find a shiny, I'm catching it like it's pretty hard to screw up catching a shiny in Pokemon Go. I mean, it can, it depends on the Pokemon, but some Pokemon have higher flee run, run they higher run away. That's true. But if you have a golden raspberry, 
and you have an Ultra Ball, the likelihood of that happening with the Pokemon that are available as Shinies is pretty low in Pokemon Go. But it could still happen. Whereas, like... Correct. It's all, it is all numbers. But whereas in, like, there, there, uh, there are Pokemon in Crystal. No one write in very angrily. There are Pokemon in Crystal that can run from you. Banffy isn't one, for example. Yeah. But I think in Sun and Moon, I don't think anything can actually run from you. Unless they use Roar or Whirlwind. But I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure in Generation 7, Roar and Whirlwind no longer force you to leave the battle. Instead, it switches Pokemon. So that can't even really happen anymore. Hmm. So Pokemon Go okay. does have the advantage where things can still run away. Number-wise, yeah, probably very, 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 very slim. I'm sure, it's happened to somebody, right? But I don't think anything can run anymore in Sun and Moon, at least. I mean, we have a little bit more Pokemon Go to talk about, specifically. Uh... <laughs> yes. So we'll take a quick break, and then when we come back, uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. All right. Hello, listener. We are trying to raise money for children, sick kids, for St. Jude. If you're anywhere on the internet, you've probably heard or seen other people trying to raise money for St. Jude. Uh, The ISC, its super effective community, is trying to do the same. We started this on Friday, so this is the first time, and probably, uh, maybe we'll run this ad maybe one more time. I guess it's not really an ad, because I'm not really selling you anything, but if you want to donate and help out, uh, we are trying to raise, at this point, $1,000 between the ISC community for St. Jude Children's Hospital. It's a charity. I pocket nothing from this. The money goes directly to St. Jude to help out. There are incentives and rewards if you guys want to help out. For example, if we hit $500, Irene and I will play Pokey Park on, on Twitch on the stream. If we hit $1,000, Irene and I will play Hey You Pikachu and if for some reason we blow the $1,000 milestone out of the water, I'll set a couple more uh, rewards for you guys donating. As of Monday, the day that this podcast comes out, I'm not sure, May 7th, I'm not even sure what the date is, uh, we have raised about $350 so far. So uh, I want to thank everyone who has donated to help some sick kids. And if you would like to help, URL is kind of long. So we'll put it in the description below the podcast notes. You can look at it there on SoundCloud or your iPhone or your Android device or wherever you listen to this podcast. Or if that's too complicated, please let us know in Slack and any of our Slack admins or just in the announcements channel. You should be able to easily find that link to help out uh, for sick kids. I hope you're interested in that because helping out sick kids is always nice and they deserve the help because they're sick and they should feel better. And I think us as a community can make that happen. Thanks. And we are back from our break. For the record. Yes. There appear to be many a Best Buy in Mexico. Okay. And I could not find a single GameStop. Interesting. Uh, there is a... There, there were some other video game stores, though, it seems. But just... Not like corporate video game stores, like I guess. Mom pa stores. Yeah. Mon pa stores. Uh such as Gamers or Game Rush. Maybe Game Rush is like a Game Rush sounds pretty okay. Yeah, it sounds like maybe like name. it's a it's a corporate thing. Uh Video City, on the other hand, does not sound like a That's 
does not sound like a PG store. Yeah, maybe not, actually, now that I'm looking at that. It does say videos and video game rental, though. So okay, all right. Possible. Concept shop? I don't know what a concept shop is. Mm. There's a hand for, there's many places to to get games from, but I think Best Buy is the primary the primary uh, uh, real big, big box retail Got store. It. So my mom loves Pokemon Go. Yeah, I think I've talked about this before. She went to Pokemon Go Fest. Yeah, she had a pretty good time. Does your mom have any shinies? She does. She has a uh, Swablu. She has a shiny Swablu. Yeah, I'm upset. She uh, was she was like out because. It was very, let me tell you, Shinies started in Pokemon Go, what, like a year ago? Magikarp was the first one, yeah. I believe, maybe Pikachu Which for was... for like months before there was anything else, I think, right? Yeah, I think Magikarp might have been the first and only time Niantic has mentioned Shinies. I think we talked about this last week, and somebody was like, yeah, you're right, it was Magikarp's the only time they've mentioned the word shiny. Yeah. So I remember it was around Christmas time, uh, there was a couple Shinies available, I think Snow Runt might have been one. Yeah. Magikarp, Pikachu, Halloween ones, Shuppet, yeah. uh, Sableye. Sableye. Um, Duskull. And so, like, trying to explain shinies to my mom was extremely difficult. Yeah. Because my mom is very much like, I have this guy, and then, you know, that's it. And she gets more, fo- like, she'll get focused on a quote-unquote guy Yeah, uh, when she realizes she needs to evolve it. And then she's done. She's just she just likes completing the Pokedex. That's yeah. her main jam. And and then she's gonna focus on another guy, another guy. Correct. Pokemon, as yeah. she calls them. Pokemon. Just recently, she completed not completed, but she's very close to completing her Kanto decks. Yeah. Um, what did she say today? I think she said she was ten away. Ten away from Kanto completing her. I can't remember what the what the term was that she used. Your mom has her own encyclopedia of Pokemon. Yeah, you probably stuff. know where I've gotten it from in all yeah. these years. That it's, it explains so much. The Milwaukee education system has done wonders on me. <laughs> but uh, I was like, I was, I was streaming uh, some Nuzlocke earlier this week. Also, just uh, shout out the Nuzlocke if uh, you want to watch it. We're uh, as we're recording this, we're on our way to the Elite Four, and we've ran into some troubles. Uh, and by the way, I caught two shinies in that Nuzlocke. Just yeah, what the heck? Full odds, one in 8,000. By the way, speaking of shinies. Two shinies. Um, would you get a uh, Joltik and an Audino? Uh, Audino, yeah. Uh, I always called it Audino. It's it's Audino, unfortunately. I think some people say Audino. No. <laughs> trying to make myself feel better about what I said. So we'll be continuing in the Nuzlocke this week on Twitch if you want to see Elite Four, which will probably be the end of the Nuzlocke, but I'm pretty impressed that I've made it so far. That being said, uh, mid-Nuzlocke, I get a text from my mom, which she doesn't text me often, mm-hmm. um, but she told me that uh, she cannot log into her iPhone, that she forgot her Apple ID password, and she's locked out. She was using Touch ID. Yeah. This was a saga. So this was, so I told her, you know, I was like, I gave her Apple Care's number. I was like, just call out. Like, I can't help you. Call it right now. <laughs> call Apple Care. I mean, it's covered. They'll walk you through how to reset. Like, you live with my brother. He should be smart enough to know how to reset a password. Yeah. And who to thunk? And uh, the next day, she, I, I, I think the first day I 
I just said like try to reset your password. I think the second day I referred her to Apple Care. Um, cause she has the convenience of always texting me when I'm midstream. The third day, she said that she got back into her phone, but she cannot access her Pokemon Go. Which was very confusing to me at the time, cause yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that one, she still doesn't know her password or it's still messed up. And two, that she doesn't know her Pokemon Go password, which is a whole nother conversation. Yeah. I told her, I was like, well, whenever you have free time, if you come over to my house, I will help you. I just so happened to worked for Apple for several years as a technician, so I've done nothing but deal with people from big issues to small issues, and I would say resetting a password is always on the smaller side of things. Yeah. It's normally would be a pretty simple thing. Right. However. So she came over. I uh, figured out she had two different Apple IDs, and the reason her Pokemon Go did not work is because her Pokemon Go was not updated. And she, almost like a cigarette addiction, she was stressing about how she hasn't played Pokemon Go for six days, yeah. and it's it's very devastating to her. I To be fair, I'd be pretty upset too if I couldn't play for six days. So, uh, I figured out that she knew neither password to either of her Apple IDs. I don't, this is just... Um, I think part in my brother tried to reset the passwords and he set up new passwords but didn't tell her, but then also didn't write them down. Okay. But anyways... But still somehow two Apple IDs managed to get tied to one device. Which which is possible. Um, you see that a lot with families. You'll have like a, uh, every family member, like dad, mom, son, yeah. for example, will all have their own Apple ID. But therefore, there's two places you can store Apple IDs in an iPhone. There's your iCloud, which is your main one, which would store your contacts, your texts, your pictures. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you don't want to share that one because mom and dad are sharing the same iCloud, then they're sharing the same contacts yeah. and the same text messages. That doesn't work. So let me ask you this. Okay. This is not something that you're going to have an answer for. But... We have computers, mm-hmm. we have PlayStation 4s, we have Nintendo Switches, we have all of these devices that have accounts on them that you can switch between accounts. Yes. Why is there n- no such thing for an iOS device that you can uh, choose which account you want to be using at that moment? There is, uh, but it's only for education. Okay. So Apple has made it work. Why? <laughs> but only for the uh, the educational iPads. It seems like it's such a. I don't see like the, a real big benefit right for an iPhone to having multiple accounts. Not an iPhone necessarily, but an but iPad, like an yeah. iPad. Yeah, it's, it's it is it was one of the most demanded things from people who would come into Apple uh, when you worked there when I worked like there. seven years ago. Yeah, and here we are today. Here we are. <laughs> I I. I mean, to this day, like, that's the one thing I want from an iPad is multiple users because it's, like, my Facebook logged in, my Twitter logged in, my text messages logged in. Right. So there's zero reason for somebody else sitting on the couch to pick that up because maybe to surf Safari, but even there, it's, like, it's no, your your bookmarks aren't there. Your, your history is not there. Um, Would you say that part of it probably is just that? Selling more iPads? Right. If... if like, mom and dad and Tommy can all use the same iPad, then there's less likelihood that all three of them are going to have their own iPads? Probably. But I feel like... An, big business, yeah, baby. I, big business Apple. BB, BBA. 
<laughs> first thing I did was not ask my mom any questions because I knew she wouldn't have answers for me. So I called Apple Care. The lady was very nice, and I said, I'm sure you are extremely great at your job, but I can tell you right now this issue is tier two, and I need to be escalated. And she laughed, and she was like, uh, she's like, I totally understand, because I, I told her I used to work at Apple. Yeah. Um, and she's like, uh, I am tier two, so that's great. And I was like, perfect. Like, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, so... The issue that I didn't realize, that also my mom didn't realize, which is why I needed tier two support, because I would have never figured it out, was her old... The, so, okay. Let's back up real quick. The reason why she couldn't play Pokemon Go is because she couldn't update the app. And the reason she couldn't update the app is because it was tied to an old email address that she originally used to, quote-unquote, purchase the app. Yeah. And because that... She didn't know the password to that. She couldn't update the app. And therefore, she couldn't play. Now, going back to the thing of having two Apple IDs, it is possible, and it makes sense for families to have two Apple IDs. So mom, dad, son, all have different iCloud accounts. But Mm -hmm. in the store area, you share the same. And that way, you share the same purchase history, and you share the same um, credit card. So if I buy... um, What's an app that actually costs money? (laughs) Uh, Mm. um, Reaching here. Uh, uh, Pocket Casts. That's an app. Okay. Does that cost money? It's three ninety nine. It's a very good podcast app. You don't have to buy it, though, because they're a free podcast app. But if you want to up your podcast game, Pocket, Pocket Cast is three ninety nine. Okay. So that would be very helpful in a family situation, because then everyone in the family could get Pocket Cast for free, because it's all tied to one account. I have 24 apps on my phone that I'm looking at right now, and I didn't pay for any of them. Okay. Um, so that would be a reason why you would link it. So, for example, Irene and I, we have a we, you. There's a proper way to link it, which is called a family account, where you know if she, if I buy an app, she can get that app for free. Yeah. In the old way, there was no family, but you could log in to a different one. Long okay. story short, she doesn't have access to this old account. I'll call it uh, Wolfmom at AOL dot com. That's what I'll say. Okay. <laughs> So she has access to... Uh, this is my mom's email account? <laughs> mom at iCloud.com. Okay. That is her main iCloud. Uh, she does not access have access to wolfmom at AOL.com. And that's what need, is needed for Pokemon Go. So my suggestion was, okay, let's delete Pokemon Go, re-download it again under mom at iCloud.com. Yeah. Log back into your Apple I Log back into Pokemon Go. You'll be fine. No. She was like, no, no, I don't want to lose my Pokemon Go data. Yeah. And I said, well, Pokemon Go is stored on the server. So as long as you know your Pokemon Go email and your password, you'll be able to log in. In the back of my head, I'm thinking, she doesn't know that either. Which was correct, right? <laughs> no, she did. She did. She did? She did. Okay. I she, remember her. I remember it. So I was here. Yeah. I was here for, for about wrestling. 90, 90 minute uh, fix. Yeah. And I she was running around the house frantic uh saying i i don't want to lose my pokemon i'm gonna lose man she said i'm gonna lose all my pokemon i'm stressed out i'm gonna lose my pokemon i've never seen my mom so stressed it was a very stressful thing um okay so but we had to to, together try and convince her that this was like it's stored in the the quote-unquote cloud yeah all your pokemon are gonna be fine right 
Now, granted, I've dealt with this for several years of people being like, I don't want to lose my contacts. I don't want to lose my text. I don't want to lose my pictures. So yeah. I'm, I'm aware of what can and cannot be deleted and dealing with frantic people who are very scared they're going to lose everything. <laughs> yeah. So what I found out from, from Apple was that the old account, wolfmom at AOL.com, was actually tied to my brother's phone. It was his primary account, which I have a lot of questions. One, I'm sure he has the account only for the credit card information. But two, how did he set it as, why is he using my mom's primary account as his primary account? Also, why would he not have his own account? He's not a wolf, nor is he a mom. So Both are accurate. <laughs> kind of come full circle of my brother probably not the best to troubleshoot these things if he's using my mom's old account as a primary account. Probably not. But the reason why we couldn't reset it is because that phone is the primary device. So if you were on that phone trying to reset that password, it would actually work. But when you're trying to reset that password from a different device, my computer, her phone, my phone, another computer... It requires a 24-hour authorization plus a text message to my brother's phone. And once I realized that text went to my brother's phone, it was like, oh, this is the primary account. Yeah. I was like, that's fine. Give. She gave me a case number. She was really helpful. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to waste your time trying to wait for my brother to respond to texts or phone calls or do whatever he's doing. I understand the situation now. Give me that case number. If, if I need you again... I'll call you back. Yeah. Which came to my mom's account, uh, mom at iCloud.com. She also didn't know the password too, but now that I had the information, I reset her password right on her phone. I wrote it down on a piece of paper. I put it into my password manager, so she now knows that password. And then I loaded up my iPad. Speaking of iPads, I haven't touched my (laughs) iPad in about 18 months. And I installed Pokemon Go on it, and I said, I need you to sign in to Pokemon Go. Surprisingly, she knew her username and login. Impressive. And immediately, it was like Christmas Day to her on my iPad. She saw all her Pokemon. I didn't even see her log into it before she was already on to the next thing. She was. She went. She went right into her field research and straight to catch her Zapdos. Right. A little bit of history. My mom's favorite Pokemon of all time is Zapdos, which she calls Zaptoes. Yeah, because he's got toes and they zap you, right? <laughs> yeah, so even the... she, she first uh, had her love of, of Zaptoes uh, in Pokemon Snap, where you get Pikachu to go to the egg. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, It comes yeah. out, it flies. She loves him. Yeah. She loves him, loves him. Uh, and uh, she, she, I remember her catching... Zapdos in Pokemon Red because my sister kind of fell off of Pokemon pretty quick. I mean, she played it, you know, for maybe about a month or so, but my mom would pick it up and play it every now and then. Yeah. Uh, my mom used to be cool. Play, <laughs> play Pokemon back in the day. Wow. But like, Your mom's pretty cool. Like a person crawling through the desert, dehydrated, and then looking for water. Looking for water. That was my mom with Pokemon Go. And there was Zapdos waiting for her. So the first thing she did is claim her field research stamp. Because, again, remember, she hasn't played in six days. Yeah. and But she was ready. She was ready. Zapdos. Zap she went stamp, catch. Oh, my God. And she did this whole thing of, like, she wasn't sure if it was going to be him or not. Yeah. 
Like, I hope it's Zapdos. I hope it's Zapdos. I hope it. It's like, Mom, it's, it's going to be. It's guaranteed to be, Mom. And it Zapdos appeared on the screen and she freaked out. She was very excited. And then she threw two Pokeballs and she goes, I'm not going to catch him. And I go, what do you mean? He literally can't leave until you catch she him. She goes, he's going to run away. And I go, Mom, he, he doesn't run. You're fine. And she goes, no, I'm almost out of Pokeballs. And I go, it's not a raid. You don't have like 12 Pokeballs. You can use as many as she, you want. And she goes, no, I only have six Pokeballs. I should have bought more. And I'm so I walk over to the device. Sure enough, she only has Four Ultra Balls left in her inventory. No she's, Great Balls. No, no Pokeballs. No Pokeballs. Just four Ultra Balls. And she's used two of them. Yeah. She started with six. So she has four now. And she goes, I've waited all week for this and he's going to run. And I go, okay, do you mind if I catch him? And she goes, yes, yeah, that, that's this is what I want. And I go, okay. She has one Golden Raspberry. I don't know. She got $100, Micah. From Pokemon Go Fest. Yeah. Where did this money go? <laughs> what did she spend it on? Maybe she didn't spend any of it yet. Maybe she didn't know how to sp- like how to spend it or thought if she spent it, it would spend actual money. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't know how the coins work. I have no clue. I, t- I remember when she got it. I was like, upgrade your bag and upgrade your... Your box. Your box. Uh, I don't... I should... I think I, I still know her password. I should log in and take a look at what she spent this money on. So, You're gonna get her shadow banned, and then it's gonna be a real problem. <laughs> so I, I golden raz ultra ball, great curve throw. It got out, and then I regular raz ultra ball, and then was able to catch it. Surprisingly, two balls left, um, and she was very happy. Uh, and then uh, she proceeded. I went to the bathroom when you were trying to catch it, and when I came back, she was yelling, "I have all the birds!" <laughs> yes, <laughs> pretty um, excited. Second fun thing, I hope the story is good for people. I thought it was a good experience. Second thing is I, I go through her inventory real quick. Well, she's going through her inventory, and I, and I see that she has an EX raid pass. And so I go, Mom, you have an EX raid pass. And she goes, yeah, I have a lot of raid passes. And I go, no, 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 no. You have an EX raid pass. And she goes, what's that? And I go, it's for Mewtwo. That's a, a really rare raid pass for Mewtwo. It only goes out twice a week or twice a month to people. I think twice a month. Something like that. Every two weeks. And she goes, but I already have Mewtwo. And I go, no, you don't. You've never done an EX raid pass. And she goes, no, look, I have Mewtwo. But she's pointing at Mew? Yeah. No, that's... The wrong one. The wrong Mew. <laughs> you're, you're actually really close, surprisingly. <laughs> but that's the wrong... It's, it's Mew 1. You it's have Mew, Mew 1. 1. You don't have Mewtwo. And she goes, oh, well, it's tomorrow at 6, so I can't do it. I'm at work. So I said... You should be the good son and go get her advice and then go do the EX raid for her and surprise her should. with it. It's in Menominee Falls, though. It's very far away. That is pretty far. What time is it at? Six. Six p.m.? Yeah. It's like a weird, like, it was like early in the day, and then I could stream after, and if it was later, I could. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, a weird, weird time. It's a weird time. But it realistically, what is it? Like a total of 10, like 20 minutes, maybe? <laughs> Probably make your mom's day. 20 minutes to Menominee Falls. I feel like my mom should do her first Mewtwo. I feel like that should be a thing for her. Yeah, maybe. Like, at least with Zapdos, she was there. Like, yeah. I always feel like... Like, if, if I if I got a Mewtwo EX right Pass, it was my first Mewtwo, I could be like, hey, Micah, can you do this for me? But I right. want that experience. 
If it was maybe her second Mewtwo, I'd go, but she'll get another one for sure. She went through her list of Pokemon. She did. She has. She did, and, and she, uh, she's... I sat in, in the chair behind her while she was listing this, and I wrote all these down because I was in such awe. Uh, so going back to our Nuzlocke, our naming naming theme for our Nuzlocke is to name Pokemon after what my mom would call them. Yeah. Uh, which involved in a lot of naming Pokemon something man. So we called a Luna Tone. We named it Moon Man. I feel yeah. like that's what my mom would call it. Probably. Uh, she's called Machop before Manchomp. Yeah. She's called Vaporeon Vapor Man. So she likes using the word man. I mean, she does call it Pokemon. Yeah. Poke, 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 Pokemon. Pokemon, I think is what um, she said. So when she started naming some of them, and I did not like, I made, I may have like asked her to name some of her Pokemon, but I immediately looked at Micah, and, like, I see him furiously typing. (laughs) (laughs) There's something about, like, okay, so we've talked about, and you've talked at lengths, because it's a huge pet peeve of yours, about actual pronunciations of Pokemon. And... It's something eight years ago that I didn't really care about. And and I still pronounce things the way that I feel like, because that's just... we. It's a video game world with fictional characters that I never was presented with actual voiced pronunciations of. So There is a uh, official app for $15 in the eShop. Listen, if they want me to pronounce them <laughs> properly, they won't make me pay $15 to find <laughs> out. But there's something, even, even though I still get things like pronunciations wrong, there's still something amazing to me about like full-blown, you just got the name wrong. Yes. Like, it's just, that's just flat out wrong. Yes. She called Swablu, which I didn't know she had a shiny of. She calls it Swabby. Swabby, which is a really good name, actually. Shiny Swabby. Swabby. She has a a golden Swabby. And it, I'm assuming because it swabs things, so it's, it's, it's Swabby. Because it's like, it's like a Q-tip. It does kind of look like a cotton swab. Yeah, it's like Q-tips or whatever, you know, whatever. Uh, she called her... (laughs) This is the one that like she, I could I could see her looking at me when she said it, and I was trying so hard not to laugh, like right to her. But this one it was really hard for me not to. She called her ride on, uh, Rhino. She just called it Rhino. <laughs> she didn't even try. She I'm, just said Rhino. I feel like Twitch chat has really let me down the past week. <laughs> I feel, I feel like we knew my mom. Yeah. I feel like we understood the names, but I think we were overestimating. You learned it. a lot today. The more basic, the better. Yes. Is the is the key yeah. here. We were we were we were aiming too high. We were overthinking it, really. Yeah. Uh she called Machop Machop Munchomp this time, <laughs> which is a new pronunciation from the last time when she called it Manchomp. I think she was talking about Mach- Machamp, actually. I don't. I think she was excited. She has a Machamp now. Okay, so M- Manchomp evolves into Munchomp. Yes, Is that because how it, okay. because she was showing her. She was showing us her best Pokemon. Got it. So that's why we were we were at the top of the list. Her Rhino was number one in CP, right? Which was only like eighteen fourteen. It was and then like, and then the Munchomp. So, Mun yes no 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 Munchomp was you know top ten. Her Gyarados, which she actually said right. She did, which is why I didn't write it down. She said um, Gyarados was right. her number two. She really likes her Gyarados. Yeah. Uh, and then she said she didn't like her Articuna. <laughs> yes. However, 
She's not. She wasn't talking about Articuno. She's talking about Arcanine. Yes. And I go. <laughs> I was like, Mom, that's not Articuno. That's Arcanine or Arcanine. However, you I, I can remember what the actual w- way to say it is. And she goes, Oh, whatever. He's my worst. He's my least favorite. <laughs> Articuna. Uh, and then at one point she said, I need to get more medicine. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm assuming she meant potions. Potions and revives. She, yeah. she, again, I don't understand. Oh, they're both medicine. Yes. Okay. She had a lot of fainted Pokemon and a lot of Pokemon that needed, uh, potions. The, the only thing that I'm really taking away from this is that your mom is, like, battling and raiding way more than I thought she she would have been. She just started all because of the Mew thing. Okay. The Mew thing is what... I see. Oh, yeah, because she has her Mew. Kicked her into gear, yeah. Right. Yeah, and you have to do at least 10 raids. Yes. That's... It's, it is impressive to me that she went from not really battling ever Never to raiding. now she's she, raiding and battling. Like I think she might have only done two raids ever prior to this Mew event, and that okay. was specifically with me. Um, I don't think she's ever tried one on her own. Oh, yeah. We've raided with your mom. Yes. Yeah. She's come with us on raids. Uh, and then she... Uh, I missed this one, but you were in the other room with her, and she called Scyther Slicer. Slicer, yes. Which in And you re- came out and you said you said that she called it Slicer and because you knew that I was writing these down. <laughs> uh, Slicer is a good It's a really good nickname. It's a good nickname for Scyther. If if you uh if 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 this week if you want a little homework, if you want to catch some Scythers and name them Slicer. Slicer. And uh, tweet them at me. I will retweet all of them. And then I show think... them all to your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and she'll be like, I don't understand. Oh, you're just showing me a bunch of slicers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say, though, that she saw the I Choose You uh, Blu-ray. Oh, on, look at that. On my desk that Irene got me for our, our, our anniversary. And she was like, oh, there's a new Pokemon movie? And I was like, yeah, it's really good. And she's like, I want to see it, which, again, is very interesting. Yeah. Let me see that. Makes what's, great. What's the the Ash Hat Pikachu on this? Uh, is that Blu-ray? Catching them all starts with one. Is that Blu-ray DVD? Did I read cheap out and just it give is, me Blu-ray? No, it's Blu-ray. It's Blu-ray. Do I get digital copy? Oh, I think it's just Blu-ray. Can't trust this girl. <laughs> no thanks for the the anniversary gift. <laughs> Did my mom say any other Pokemon names? Do you have anything? Those else are the only ones I got. I feel like there was another one that I that she said, but I missed it because she was rattling them off. I was really tight. Yeah, as fast I tried as I could. to get her to say Vapor Man again because she was showing me her two Vaporeon were were both dead. Yeah, um, and she, she I don't think she picked up on it. She just kind of glossed over and man, Slicer and Rhino though really got me. <laughs> Rhino, so, Rhino is just Swabby was good. Yeah, I want to. I want like I need to figure out how to stream Pokemon Go. There has to be. Some possible, and I know, like on an Android phone, you can stream to YouTube very easily, but that's not the situation. Well, I'm you in. can stream to any streaming platform if you have the right app on an Android phone. The problem is, you need an Android device, and you need like, if you want a camera and you want a like good mic quality, and you want you know all these things, like it's way more complicated than just like you boot it up on your phone and you're streaming. Yeah, it's really convoluted. And it's kind of a bummer, but... Because I would get... There are ways. ...an Android phone, but I don't think, like... 
you can do because I've seen some Pokemon YouTubers do Pokemon Go to YouTube, yeah. but then they have like their the the front facing camera will capture their face. And you I can, don't know that that's the front facing camera though. I always feel like usually that's like a GoPro. No, I think it's the front facing camera because it's usually mm. really low quality. When I've seen people do it, when I've seen setups of people do it, uh, they have one phone that is doing like an IRL streaming. Like you have the camera and you can see the chat on it, and the, you have that's what's capturing your audio and things like that. And you also have your phone, so you have two phones. You have one that's doing all that, and then you have one that's playing Pokemon Go. Both of those are going to a computer that is broadcasting everything. Oh, I see. So it's just, I don't know, a lot of data, I guess, or... Probably. But next time I play Pokemon Go with my mom, which we haven't done in a while, yeah, I will uh, continue to write down names, she says. You should have her on your stream one day to just say Pokemon names <laughs> or just record a video and upload it to like YouTube or something. Nah, she's like super camera slash microphone slash anything shy. Okay. She would she would have to not know. What if what if you told her it's what the people want? The people want, yeah. We'll see how many uh slicers. Yeah. Is that what slicer? Slicer. Slicer. Slicers uh we get on Twitter. We'll take one more break. And I think we have uh one more news story and uh we'll be right back. Uh, and they have also shown a new Pokemon called, I don't know how to pronounce this, so you guys can correct me, Nakadandalay? Nakadandalay? Isn't it like, just like, Nagandel? And we are back. Got one more news story for you. I was like, we the, did something over the break. Oh yeah, we opened the Blu-ray. We did. Uh, it did not come with anything. It's literally just uh, the Blu-ray disc. It has an insert though for the manga, which six, why? seven books, six books, seven books. With it comes with a free poster too if you buy the uh, all seven. But no Ash Hat Pikachu card. Nothing. No. I'm super curious about that sticker then. Why? Maybe they just had stickers laying around. Also, the sticker has like a really weird number on the bottom. They had to put effort in to like do that though. This Pikachu looks poorly drawn. It does. I don't know. Satoshi hat Pikachu. The cellophane. Isn't that his name? Is this why it's called cellophane? Because it's cellophanes? I don't know. Is that the noise it makes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Last article. I wasn't sure about covering it, but I did a little research. Apparently, tell me if you heard this. Okay. Raichu was supposed to get an evolution. Oh. Did you hear anything about this? I mean, I feel like people have been saying this for a long time. But, <laughs> uh, is this new? Is this news? This is like new revealed thing? Yeah. So I saw like some fan art of it yeah i guess based off of like what was talked about and then i was like i really want to 
research this more to make sure that this wasn't just some weird out of context thing. Yeah. This is off Silicon Era. We've talked uh, about them before. There's no reason to look. There's no like actual art. Oh, you got me excited. There is I, like, fan art somewhere. Here. I think you can look in Slack. There's no fan art on this on this thing. The fan That's art was made after the interview because they went off of what they said. Correct. Got it. Uh, so key illustrators and designers behind the creation of Pokemon Ken Sugimori. My boy, Sugimori. And Asu- At- Atsuko uh, Nishida and Koji Nishino recently got together to talk uh, all things Pikachu in a big interview with Yomarugi. Uh, there's a lot in this interview, but I'm sure most people just care about uh, the Pikachu evolution. Were there twists and turns before it eventually became the Pikachu that eventually appeared in the game? Koji Nishino, the game designer, says, We corresponded while creating Pikachu, and the name Pikachu really resonated for me personally, and I thought it was cute. And from there, I started to like Pikachu more and more. For that reason... Uh, when I was shown the Dafuku-like design, I asked Nishidia-san to make the design even more cuter. And then they kept trying to make Pikachu cuter and cuter. I'll just paraphrase here. Okay. <laughs> Nishidia said, since it was an electric type, I thought it would, it would be nice to have it store electricity in its cheek pouches. At the time, I was really into squirrels. And since squirrels store food in their cheeks... I thought about giving it cheek pouches. Also, squirrels' tails are cute, so I gave it a tail as well. However, I did want to give it some kind of lightning part, so I made the tail lightning-shaped. Hmm. Did you have any squirrels as pets, Nishidina-san? I didn't, but I was really into the idea of wanting one as a pet. It wasn't wasn't necessarily a popular thing with people at the time. Uh, I love animals. And at the time, I had a pet furret and a turtle at home. And since squirrels were ha- have a cute and comical way of moving, I wanted one as a pet. The part about storing electricity in the cheek was the only part I used as the squirrel reference. For example, when a hamster stores food, their entire body becomes round, right? However, for squirrels, it's just their cheeks. In the game, Pikachu is kind of a rare character who doesn't appear much. Nishiono says... A little confusing for me because there's two end names and they're like slightly similar and I'm sorry. I'm just very bad with Japanese names. He goes on and says, this is embarrassing because I like Pikachu so much. I get the feeling of not wanting to let other people have Pikachu. At first, I even considered hiding Pikachu. Sujimoto says, compared to other Pokemon, its appearance rate was extremely low. So uh, Nishiono's mysterious uh, possessive nature worked out. Uh, Nishino says, I felt the appearance rate were lower than it worked out because players wouldn't catch it as much. As a result, the opposite happened when strategy guides and stuff written about first catch a Pikachu. And before I knew it, everyone had a Pikachu and my plan backfired. <laughs> so I believe... It's a really cute story. I believe they're referring to Viridian Forest yeah. where Pikachu is very hard to find. Well, not hard to find. What is it? 5%, I think? Something like that. Catch it right away. Can you tell us why its body ended up being yellow? Sujimori said Game Boys only had black and white as colors. When Pokemon Red and Green were first in development, none of the Pokemon had any colors. They were represented in black and white in a pixel art style. 
Back when it was in development in 1994, they released an adapter called the Super Game Boy that lets you put the Game Boy software on the television through the Super Famicom. The Super Game Boy... This is the Super Nintendo. The Super Game Boy, there might be like younger people listening to the show that might not know what a Famicom is. Yeah. Super, Super Famicom Nintendo. is a Super Nintendo. It will let you play Game Boy software on your television. The Super Game Boy had a function that added pseudo colors to the game, and that was the first time we were able to give Pokemon colors. I did you know that Famicom is short for family computer? I did. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was the one that decided on Pikachu's color, and since they said yellow is a color attributed of electricity, I thought it would be nice to give it that color to make it easier to understand. I decided to go with yellow. The stripes okay. on Pikachu's back also seem special. Uh, they said, I didn't put much thought into this one, <laughs> but when Pokemon go into battle, you see their backs, right? At the time, I felt like his back was lonely without anything on it. Hmm. So there you go. Okay. There it is. Uh, in the games, Pikachu only evolves into a Raichu, but I've heard that there was first... At first, there were three stages. Why did you end up in only being two stages? Yes, it was Pika Chu, Rai Chu, and Goro Chu. Oh, what? The Pokemon known as Goro Chu bared fangs and even had a pair of horns. What? Editor's note Rai comes from the Japanese word thunder, Goro comes from Goro Goro, the Japanese onomatopoeia for rumbling, usually used in the context of thunder. There wasn't any problems with its appearance, but it was omitted due to the matter surrounding game balance. Question. In the first game, there was 151 Pokemon, but what was Pikachu's initial reception within the company? They, Sujimoro said, When the number of Pokemon started coming together, we needed to shake things up. That's when I printed out pixel art and had a popularity contest in popularity contest in the company asking which do you like and Pikachu was by far the most popular. Wasn't there like rumors that like Clefairy was supposed to be like the starter or something like that? Like this interview really kind of doesn't make it seem that way at all. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It does make sense though that there was supposed to be a third evolution for Pi like if you think about the popularity of Pokemon in in Gen 1. You have Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, Venusaur, Squirtle, Wartortle, Blastoise, Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard. Like, the, 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 the popularity there for... The, and then you have Pikachu and Raichu, and that's we it. We get like, to that. There should be a third evolution, right? Yeah. Of, the, of the core four types and colors and Pokemon, right? Yeah. Like that. We, like we kind of get to that. Okay. I'm looking at this concept art, by the way. Yes. Of, of the mock-up of the base on that description, which is realistically just like it has horns and that's it. <laughs> but it's... And fangs. Like, it's pretty cute. I'm not a really sold on that mock-up. You know, it's it's going off of literally two things, two physical attributes. Well, what I'm but, sure the artist, the person who ran with it is probably... Regretting their life now that every single publication in the world is probably using that as, like, I don't even know who the artist is. Who was the mock-up artist? Like, oh, they, they have their name all over it. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, it is literally everywhere. Okay, 
and everybody is crediting them as well. So. so maybe maybe they they are okay with it. I just think of like remember that person with the uh, that did the Obama thing that like blue, white, yellow, but like then there was problems because it wasn't his picture, and then everyone was using it. Yeah, and then... the uh, AP Associated Press picked it up and or uh, went after them because that was their photo, I guess. Yeah, but then originally. he was like, I didn't even make any money off this. Like, I right. wasn't, like, selling it. I just made it. <laughs> yeah, correct. Art is weird. It is. Okay, so Pikachu's popular contest started really heating up in 1997 when the anime started and the protagonist, Ash, chose Pikachu as his partner. Su- Suji Mori said, that was definitely the biggest break. That was actually a decision from the director of the anime. I... Would love to say his name, but I would butcher it. So I'll just say director of the anime. In the game, you choose one of of Squirtle, Charmander, Bulbasaur. But uh, if Ash chose one of those three as his partner in the anime, it would have created a gap with kids who didn't pick that Pokemon. So that's why I believe he went with Pikachu. Yeah. Very smart. Yeah, it is. Again, it was because Pikachu was so popular, there, so there's another reason, and not just for selling goods, but Pikachu's popularity was just something else, where you could feel there was some kind of passion behind it. Since we didn't have internet at the time, there's no direct way to tell, but there was a time I thought it seemed like everyone loved Pikachu. That, that still, to some degree, is the case. Yeah, the question here, what is the difference between Pikachu's cry in the game and the anime? Sujimori said, yes, after it became... After it became an anime, uh, we also took some influence from it. Both in the game and the anime shares influences, and Pikachu further evolved. At first, its body type was more plump, but its neck was more defined and its back was made longer. From there, the design on game production side has also changed, and that's how you get the Pikachu we know today. By the way, I never expected to hear its cry. By the way, I never expected to hear it cry Pikachu in the anime. And it shows uh, fat Pikachu versus slim Pikachu. Yeah. Uh, the anime's Pikachu through the ages. The anime voice actress worked out. Uh, they said it was a big shock. Uh, I thought she was great in the company and completely had our approval. I want to stop here and rant for a second. You sure? I probably have said this rant to you, but I always hate when people dismiss the anime. The argument is. Well, it's in the anime, so it doesn't count. It doesn't. It's not main series games; those only count. When in reality, everything Pokemon Company as a whole is is it. I appreciate all aspects of Pokemon media. However, there is the disconnect in that it is largely two different stories. I'm talking about the world. Sure, but for a lot of people that are playing the games, like there is a consistent story throughout those games that the anime doesn't factor into at all. Yeah, but the anime is a different story. Correct. Yes, yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. But like to be like, well the anime gets things wrong so it's not credible. Which is true. I mean, I don't I don't think that it's not credible. That, that's the a- argument I'm making. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying anything about stories. I'm saying that people Period. dismiss the anime because it's not the main series game, and they're wrong in doing so. Because right. the Pokemon Company as a whole is the Goliath of the TCG, of the games, of the spin-off games, of the anime, even Pokemon Go. I would guess that there's probably the mentality there is the workhorse, the real moneymaker is the games. 
So that's what. what uh, they let me care stop you here. Most. The real moneymaker is Pokemon Go. I'm. I mean, now, yes. <laughs> so realistically, sure. Niantic could release all of their own pronunciations for Pokemon, and everybody would just have to abide by it because it's the workhorse. And Pokemon Go is the workhorse. That's it. I think they made a hundred million out of the hundred and twenty million that Pokemon made in. Oh boy, whatever. Twenty sixteen. But while the, uh, while I will say the anime gets things wrong from time to time. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are prime example of games that get things wrong. Will's rant of like going to, oh man, I can't remember the the, the fourth island. Pony Island's the fourth one. Yeah. yeah. So on the docks of Pony Island, there are like two Pokemon. Sure. And you talk to them, and they say different Pokemon names than their own. Sure. Because I mean, yeah. No one. Uh, so I'm just saying that my argument is while the anime gets things wrong. The main series game has gotten its fair share of things wrong that people just overlook. Yeah, I mean, there's like a difference between, I think, just for for the sake of devil's advocate. Sure. There's a difference between like, oops, something got passed up in like, like bug testing, right? And like QA, something got passed up. Like, we accidentally switched these audio files. And that and that passed in text QA. files or text. Yeah, sorry, or we didn't. Text files. We didn't change the text files, but we took the time to change the Pokemon. That's the issue. Or that probably was already the case, and they accidentally just put the wrong text files. Yeah, like I doubt that those two things are. You know, like they, they did. They just mixed them up. Somebody mixed them up. It went through QA. It was an accident. Like versus they blatantly got something wrong. Because but, they just didn't know and they didn't care to like fact check it. No, and no. They were like, I think eh, the di- I think the difference. It's whatever. I think Who's the difference. Care? No, no. I think the difference is there. You don't. You don't have those voice actors. And maybe, maybe we when we have maybe when we have Professor Sycamore back on because he he wants to be back on the show. I they they have a hundred over a thousand episodes of the anime at this point. Yeah, almost sure. nine hundred and seventy. Them are in English. I don't think they're calling in voice actors once a week to do one episode. I'm sure they do bulk episodes. Oh, I'm be- sure they before do before the Japanese. So, give me an example of like a thing they screwed up in the anime that I think there's like one instance where they she's like Ash says, "Look at that Pokemon," and it's just blatantly the wrong Pokemon, which is easily comparable to Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, where two Pokemon literally say the wrong crap. Sure, yeah. I mean, that's like it's just they're just mistakes, right? If, if but if you're going to hang your, if you're going to hang it. the hat on that like the anime is not a real source of news which is the biggest like if if you are it, upset that any media anything with it, as much time has and you know it, how long something like pokemon has been around that there is a mistake or an accident you are getting mad about the wrong things you need to evaluate the things that right. you're getting mad That's about. That's what I'm saying. If you're you hanging to... your hat on like the specific issue in the anime from 18 years ago, you have some real weird priorities of like what is acceptable Pokemon lore yeah. and what is not. I agree with you 100. percent It's time. It's time to. It's time to start trying to understand things differently. <laughs> at that point, it's like the people that are like, "Well, you know, Pikachu beat Rhyhorn by thundershocking its horn, and that can't happen in the game." Yeah, you're right, but they do explain that Rhydon's horn is used like a lightning rod, and honestly, I would like to get to the point in the game where, like, you could use surrounding elements, or you could, like, I think it's cool the way Ash thinks in battle. Right. It's, like, non-traditional. 
I, I always had, and this is a dumb thing, and I, I don't feel that way anymore, but when I was a kid I, and I was watching the anime, I was always like, I don't understand how they're attacking so many times out of turn. <laughs> like, How dare they not? <laughs> Ash took his turn. It's not his turn anymore. He needs to stop yelling. You know, I never thought that, actually. I thought that all the time when I was a kid. I was like, it's not his turn anymore. I don't know. That was that. That really bugged me, hmm. but I don't think that way anymore because it's like you gotta, it's it's action based. Like yeah, if it were just scenes of two trainers doing a thing and then yeah. the the other person did a thing, it would be really boring. It would be really boring. Like my favorite part of I I would I would bet anyone's favorite part of the anime is like when like there are heated battles and they're really well animated and they're very good. Yeah, and that's something the game can't really reproduce but i i hope that like the thing is like what do you want to see in gen 8 like i think the thing that has not really advanced in 22 years is the battle animations yeah like i feel like sun and moon on ultra sun and moon as good as they are i feel like those battle animations are still like pokemon stadium quality (laughs) as somebody who just played stadium like two weeks ago and plays sun and moon pretty much every day like when they like, it's cool that like a huge wave comes in for surf, and the Pokemon like, uh, like slightly moves forward, yeah. and then the other Pokemon uh, slightly moves back and gets hit by like, they were doing that in Pokemon Stadium twenty years ago. But what about when they open a booster pack and they go, uh yeah, well, you know, that's a uh, <laughs> don't mess with perfection. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a cool story though. It's cool to hear this like background on concept design. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a neat uh, thing. Just two little more things here. Today, everyone around the world loves Pikachu, but why do you think that is? They said, um, I think it's a strong sense. Uh, come, The strong sense comes from being raised by the fans, and I believe that's what made Pikachu what it is today. I like to see Pikachu as a fruit of everyone's love. Sujimori also oh, Sujimori says this. Uh, I think it's easy because Pikachu is easy to understand. At first, we couldn't use colors well and the resolution was coarse from there pikachu was made to have a characteristics characteristic shape and its colors were made simple it's easy to understand yet it has those characteristics i believe that that was the secret behind behind pikachu's universal love next question is the world of popular the the worldwide popularity of pokemon go seems as connected seems to have connected for another big break they go on and say, it gave people who didn't get to play Pokemon on a gaming device an opportunity to get to know Pokemon. It has made me really happy to see them get reacquainted again. Sujimori says, originally we were planning, uh, originally we were making it into a simple game that can be played by a broad age group of players, but it is true that it is difficult to reach people who don't play video games or own a gaming device. I thought that it was amazing. It was amazing thanks to Pokemon Go. We were even able to reach people in middle school, high school. It was surprising even to us. I believe that it was able to reach so many people thanks to the simple characteristics and how easy it is to grasp. While Pikachu may be just a single Pokemon of the games, Pikachu is a symbol of Pokemon around the world. There's just something nice about talking to people about Pikachu and how easily they understand. It was honestly surprising to see the people around the world accept Pikachu. At first, I thought, Pikachu's cuteness was just for Japan. Two more questions. Last question here. Do you ever think about creating the next Pikachu? The next? Yeah, Uh, where's Mega Raichu at still? (laughs) As an artist, it is always my intent to create characters that can be cherished. However, 
For now, Pikachu is one and only. Is a one and only. It was my big surprise that my hard work that was getting into Ni, uh, Nishino's Sans approval led to a worldwide popularity as a result. Nishino says, I would like to see other Pokemon get attention, like Clefairy. Sujimaru says, Clefairy was a result of my attempt of creating a cute Pokemon. However, Pikachu managed to impressively take away the popularity and left Clefairy in the shade. In the, sh in, the sh in the shadow of the moon. That's, like, interesting, though, because Clefairy, I feel like, is one of the ones that they... When you see, like, I don't know, a box of fruit snacks or something, it's like Meowth, Eevee, Pikachu, Charmander, Squirtle... Clefairy. Bulbasaur, Clefairy. And I think that's maybe why, like, people associate, like, Ash should have had Clefairy. I think it's just that... I I, I mean, I remember hearing those rumors. Did Ash have a Clefairy? No, the 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 rumor was Ash was supposed to have Clefairy oh, I and see. not Pikachu. Got it. But I think, like, those rumors I remember when I was, like, you know, 12 years old. Yeah. So. It's possible that maybe possible they're not that, saying there, but the, yeah. it, it's possible that they were like, well, Clefairy was supposed to be the cutesy character. See, my takeaway but was. Pikachu blew up and they didn't expect it. My takeaway was Suji, Sujimoro, the. The one that I distinctly knew from this interview. Yeah. He does pretty much all the art. Yeah. He clearly didn't do Pikachu. Whose name, you amongst all the other names, you're butchering. Yeah. But, yes. Made Clefairy. Su Sugimori. Yeah, Su Sugimori. Okay. Close enough. I just stopped. Like, you, you got three lines into that interview, and I was like, I'm not it's even like going to try say, anymore. It's like when you say Mimikirong. Yeah. And then I correct you, but then Except you give that up. Except that that's just like... That's that's a that's literally one syllable pronunciation. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. Mine's a seventeen syllable mispronunciation. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> I think the takeaway is like Sujimori's favorite Pokemon, or like their cute attempt was Clefairy. Yeah. And so when you see boxes of cereal, they're like, they probably go like, which ones should we put on? And he's always like, well, this is my favorite one, so stick on the box. I think Poliwhirl is also like another one that. No, no, no. I don't mean like on a you know larger, grander scale or whatever. I think like maybe yeah, I, this is just from my listening to them talk about it and trying to read between the lines to find some kind of you know whatever. Like the, if they're not talking about it, it's not actual confirmation of anything. I'm just thinking out loud. But if that was their attempt at a cutesy character, and they wanted Ash to have like a cutesy character, maybe they were intending for Ash to have. Clefairy until they saw the exploded popularity of Pikachu, and they went, well, it's got to be Pikachu now. Well, they said the director picked Pikachu. Well, they also said they didn't expect people to be as excited about Pikachu until the games came out and everyone was talking about yeah. Pikachu. Yeah. It was like a huge deal. They're like, we were amazed that people were so excited to go get their Pikachu early on in the game, you know? Which is a cool thing, like, it's, I, I don't know, I always like stories But they like were that. excited to get the Pikachu because of the anime, right? Like, the anime is what really pushed it. I don't know. I mean, is it? Cause yeah! As a kid, you absolutely wanted Pikachu because Ash had a Pikachu. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I'm sure. But, I, I mean, are we talking about, like, if we're talking about strategy guides and stuff, this is, like, pre-anime, right? In Japan. Well, like, didn't the anime come, the anime for me came out before the games. Because I remember seeing the anime before the games. The games came out in September, and I was still, like, 
I was still watching the anime, and then I had to wait, you know, till December to get it because I got the games for Christmas that year. Mm, I don't, I don't recall that. I remember playing the games before watching the anime. Really, but it could have been that I just didn't watch the anime right away. Well, did you watch it when it was after school, or did you watch it in the morning? I don't know. Because I watched it in the morning, and then it moved to after school, which is like the prime time, and then they restarted it when it moved to after school. I remember it super perfectly. And you don't have to put this in if you want, but if you want the soundbite of us discussing it to insert it, then you can have it. This is it here. Okay. I got the release date wrong. That was the Japanese release date oh. for Pokemon. Uh, Red, September 28th, 1998. So it was about two, three weeks after the anime aired. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I definitely remember seeing the anime before there was even a game. Yeah. That was a whirlwind of Googling. The yellow version released in 99, which would be probably about a year, right? After. Yeah. Okay. So I saw it. I missed the very first episode. So I saw it September 9th then, if that's the case. Because it was before school when I was watching it. Okay. And I missed the first episode, but my sister was like, Hey, there's a show on in the morning and you'd like it. And so then I woke up every morning at 6.30. So red and blue. Dragon Ball started at 6. Got to get that Dragon Ball in. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And I watched Dragon Ball. I remember watching Dragon Ball Z I in the hated mornings. it. I loved it. And then Pokemon came out after. Uh, so Pokemon Red and Blue released on September 12th, 1998. So it was literally the same week the games released and the anime aired. Interesting. Which I didn't realize. But at some point, it moved from mornings to afternoon. I wonder when it did that. It was probably different for every station, right? I'm assuming. Probably. I mean, what did we have? Wasn't it on like UPN or something? WB? Wasn't WB UPN? No, WB is 18. WB is 18. UPN was 24. Yeah. Correct. What does UPN stand for? Uh, I don't remember. You play nation. Sure. Television. Yeah. UPN had Steve Urkel? Or no, that was... What was TG- UPN had a lot of sitcoms. What was TGIF? TGIF was CBS, maybe? Was it? Maybe. Was that Because TGIF was like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. And that was a good show. And Family Matters? No, because that wouldn't have been on CBS. That would have been on... I don't know. This, this was a very long time ago. I'm, I'm really... Str- so this was so li- much for our Family Matters podcast, <laughs> Micah. <laughs> This was literally 20 years ago. You said 88? 30 years, 1998. Yeah. 20 years 20 ago. 20 years ago. Well, I Pokemon- almost said 30 years ago, and then I didn't, but now I just did, so everyone thinks I'm an idiot. Uh, 20 years ago. I'm bad at math. You know that what? was a long time to like try and recall this, but... Yeah, I mean, I remember watching. I remember watching Power Rangers in the morning. Okay, and then I remember watching Dragon Ball Z. And at one point, I think Power Rangers came on before Dragon Ball Z did. I don't remember which Power I was Rangers super, in the morning. Super into both. No, of those I do things. remember Power Rangers in the morning, but it that was, was like very early in the but morning. That was like bef- that. I was I was in elementary school. No, I was in elementary school for both Power Rangers and Pokemon. Yeah, but Power Rangers once Power Rangers moved to prime time. I was in middle school for Pokemon. I remember this clearly. Once, Clear as day. You were probably sixth grade for Pokemon. I think so, yeah. I was fifth grade for Pokemon. Yeah. So that was 
That was like all of my fifth grade. Because you said September. Yeah. That would have been pretty much all of my fifth grade and then into sixth grade. So that was all of your sixth grade. Into seventh grade. So like you were probably... So when I got to sixth grade, we're pretty much wrapping up the show. But when I got to sixth grade, Pokemon was still pretty cool. Yeah. But then seventh grade, it was no... Like don't even look you are at made it. fun of. So what was your experience? It, yeah, I mean we both same? went to MPS, so that's so, pretty much the experience. But you were in seventh grade when it still would have been cool. So it, it would have been you going into eighth grade where it was like no. It pretty much. I mean, I didn't really care when I was a kid. Like I didn't care until I got to like high school, and then I felt for maybe like a year or two, which was about the period of uh, Gen three, I think. Where I started yeah. to feel like I was like, maybe I'm too old for this. So seventh grade for me is when Gold and Silver came out. Yeah. And I remember, because I was at a new school, seventh grade, I remember sitting at the lunch table telling people I was super excited the Pokemon game was coming out today, Gold and Silver. Yeah. And them all just making fun of me. And they just roasted Yeah, you. I just got hardcore roasted. Yeah. And then I just played Pokemon in silence for a couple months until I found a group of friends. This is a sad... This is literally what happened to me. Sad... Uh, Baby Steve story. Uh, I feel like everybody kind of felt that though at some point though. Like, yeah, I'm I sure. luckily I had I had a friend, my friend Carlos, I had a friend in high school who didn't care and just liked Pokemon anyways, and he kind of like brought me he that mentality kind of reached me and was like, you know what? Who cares? Who cares if you have enough confidence in your decision to play Pokemon? I'd have anyone like that. You gotta you you just gotta own it. Who cares? It worked out. I didn't have run. anyone like that. But there was a period for a little bit where I was like, to my brother, like, yo, go buy that Pokemon game for me because I don't want anyone from school to see me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get roasted. <laughs> oh, I got roasted left and right. <laughs> um, if well, you are a kid, though, and you're listening to this and you're feeling that right now and people are like, kids in your school are like, man, you're too old for Pokemon. Don't listen to them. Who cares? Yeah. Just keep playing. Keep playing that game. I'm I'm thirty I just turned thirty one and I'm still playing with Tamagotchi. Don't tell me how to live my life. As soon as this podcast ends, I'm gonna roast Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well that'll wrap it up. So wrap off. Wrap off. You gonna get a Latias this week? Uh oh yeah, they're rotating. Yeah. Yeah, I guess On eventually. Tuesday, I think they rotate. I don't know. I'll probably go out with you and get it. I feel like I have to at this point. We went out today last minute, and I got a Latios finally after eight raids. So I feel like I should do it early this time because I keep doing this at the last minute. I think everyone, you've waited last minute, and you've stressed Not everyone. Out. I got Koger pretty early. Yeah, but that's only because we were like at PAX Correct. and it spawned. Yeah, I got Rayqua- Rayquaza pretty early, too. Where were we when that spawned? I don't- we were here. There was literally nothing going on when Rayquaza came out. Uh, oh, we did that like Milwaukee Sunday thing for the first time, yeah. and we got yeah. Um, that was not the greatest experience though. It was okay. It was okay. Efficient. Right. I think efficient is, the word. is a word to use. Um, that pretty much wraps it off. If you wanna, if you wanna help out the show, and uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, we should have the we should have most of the crew back next week, but hopefully you enjoyed this episode, minus the normal segments. But we got some good stuff out of the way. Uh, you can follow Micah on Twitter at Micah the Brave. You can. 
You can follow me on Twitter at DraggingALake. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. Otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Hold on, wait. It's Super Effective was created and produced by me, Steve Black Jr. Logo and artwork were also created by me. The music on ISE was created by Nicholas Burgess. If you enjoy ISE, consider leaving a review in Apple Podcast or just tell a fellow friend about the show. ISE is my current job right now, and I need all the support I can get to keep doing it weekly. If you'd like to support ISE, you can do so on Patreon. You can support me by heading over to ISE.cash. For as little as $2 a month, you'll gain access to our Slack community where you can battle, trade, and chat with other trainers. And for $5 a month, you'll gain access to our bonus anime podcast. A quick shout out to our producers of this show, which include Robert, Kevin, Mason, Kay, and Cygnus. Thank you all for listening.